This is an All Ears English podcast episode 1721. Eat the chocolate chips. Hints from a parent on learning English. Welcome to the All Ears English podcast, downloaded more than 200 million times. Are you feeling stuck with your English? We'll show you how to become fearless and fluent by focusing on connection, not perfection. With your American hosts, Lindsay McMahon, the English adventurer, and Michelle Kaplan, the New York radio girl, coming to you from Colorado and New York City, USA. To get real-time transcripts right on your phone and create your personalized vocabulary list, try the All Ears English app for iOS and Android. Start your seven-day free trial at allearsenglish.com forward slash app. In today's episode, Michelle shares what she's learned about introducing foods to her child and what this means for you as an English learner. Listen in today. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Hey, Michelle, what's shaking? Hey, Lindsay. <laughs> not too much, not too much. I am excited to talk about this topic for today. This is going to be an interesting one. I know, because I know a lot of our listeners have kids. And there's mm -hmm. actually a lot, surprisingly, there's a lot we can learn from raising kids about how to learn English and also just how to have a better life, right, Michelle? How to be more at ease in the world and be more successful, right? Absolutely. Absolutely. So we're going to talk about the topic of kids and food mm -hmm. today. Mm -hmm. um, so we're going to yeah. explain, I mean, what in the world would that have to do with learning English? Guys, <laughs> a lot, actually. I think there's a lot that we can learn from this. So we're going to get into that in just a second. But before we do that, we want to remind you that on January 29th, we have something very exciting coming up with Lindsay and Jessica. Yeah, guys. Open Conversation Club. We did the first one on the 25th. Mm -hmm. The next one will be on the 29th. So go to allearsenglish.com slash open. It's a chance for you to practice live with other listeners of All Ears English, to meet with us, to practice, to talk about how to use grammar in real life, right? The point is connection and conversation. So go to All Ears english.com slash open and sign up. We'll see you there. Cool. Awesome. Very yes. fun. Mm -hmm. Oh my gosh. I love it. So, okay. Um, as a parent, uh, my, I have a three-year-old son now yep. and, uh, I, I, constantly <laughs> researching ways to make things easier, make things better. Yeah. Um, it's just interesting things. So I might read some pieces of a book, but I follow a lot of Instagram channels. Okay. Um, and so some of this is inspired by things that I've read online. Like, for mm -hmm. example, there's one account. It's called Feeding Littles, if you're interested. <laughs> okay. Um, and it's about children and nutrition and, you know. Interesting. How to, so it, it's it's really great. So I've gotten a lot of tips from there, but there are a variety of sites. Um, so a lot of these things are inspired uh, by those sites. Um, mm -hmm. But, Lindsay, do you remember anything about when you were growing up? I know your mom 
It's like intensive child psychology. So yeah. I'm curious <laughs> what it was like eating around your house. I know you talk um, a lot about that you had the healthy food. So tell us a little yeah. more. Yeah, I would say we had pretty healthy food. I think my parents... Uh, they did give me that as kind of a gift where we generally ate pretty healthy. So I want to eat healthy as an adult. Like I don't want to eat junk that much, but at the same time, they, my parents used junk as like, um, kind of a rewards. And I'm, I'm wondering what you're going to say about that. <laughs> <laughs> and again, this is the eighties, right? So different time, but you know, right. things like, Oh, if you, come, you know, grocery shopping with me and help me grocery shop, you can pick out a candy bar, that mm. kind of thing. Or, you know, once a week we can go, we can have pizza or, you know, you know, if we do this, we can get um, soda or have it at the house, mm. that mm-hmm. kind of thing. So a baseline of healthy with rewards from junk food. <laughs> interesting. Interesting. Yeah. I mean, I think that um, my experience was kind of similar. I, I, I don't remember there being really restrictions or anything. All I remember, the only thing I can really remember is that there was like a cookie tin and we put it on the top of the fridge and i remember mm. sometimes my mom would say like oh you can have this many cookies or whatever okay. yeah um <laughs> but i can't i don't really necessarily remember it as a reward or right but i i i i, I i'm not exactly sure but when i was starting to feed my son real food mm-hmm. um i started learning more and more about this and i learned some very interesting insights and mm. one of the things was this idea about not receiving restricting kids from food and not pressuring them because Mm -hmm. in order to have like the focus in what I see as a parent in 2021 Mm -hmm. is about, you know, getting children to have a healthy relationship with food. Yes. Yes. So one of the interesting things as an example is when you're talking about sweets as a reward, Mm -hmm. One of the tips I've seen is to actually serve like a few chocolate chips right. with a meal. Yeah. Like just put it on the plate yeah. with the vegetables, yeah. with the protein, whatever it is, and just yeah. stick a cookie on there. Yeah, no, no, no. I think that makes sense. And what's the thinking is that it doesn't like make it something you can't touch that's this very, mm-hmm. very special thing. It makes it very commonplace, right, Michelle? Is right. that why? Mm-hmm. Exactly. Because then instead of like, and, and you make no restrictions. So if you want, yeah to put a restriction on it like then you say oh well if if they ask for more give them more but if you know you don't want to give more kind of warn them ahead of time be like oh after this we don't have any more of that Mm, but the mm -hmm. idea to kind of take the excitement i mean i mean (laughs) it's no secret that sweets are going to be delicious or that the french fries are going to be delicious so it's a little bit silly to think that oh well they just won't know and they'll think that a pea is the same thing as a chocolate like Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, but mm -hmm. yeah if we don't like put so much of a oh this is your reward you get this if right well totally i mean this is exactly the same and i really do agree with this i think this is an updated version (laughs) right yeah we're now we're in 2021 we're not in 1981 and this is a, a good approach because it's very similar to comparing the use of alcohol in mm. Europe versus the US, right? We can't drink until we're 21. True. So yes. And most families. I mean, some people do have stories that their parents would serve them wine at dinner when they were 15 or 18. But I think mm-hmm. most families don't do that because they kind of adhere to the law. Right. Mm-hmm. And so we, we make it this thing that's behind the cabinet. No one can, you know, kids, it's not mm-hmm. for teenagers. And so what do we want to do? We go nuts when we go to college. 
right? Right. Whereas in Europe, <laughs> it sounds like kids are served wine a lot more at dinner with adults. So it's not such a big deal. Right. So kind of taking that, you know, the allure. Yeah. Yes, the allure. That's a that's a great word. Taking that allure word. away from it a little bit. Yeah. Um and so I I think also this idea of not pressuring kids with food is another thing. You know, yeah. a lot of times I think parents they want to say, "Oh, if you eat five Mm. <laughs> carrots then you can get the chocolate chip and that sh teaches them that the five carrots are in the way of the good thing that's interesting i mean it also reminds me of the whole and now this is not even i think for our generation it's the generation before us is the whole clean your plate thing right yes <laughs> mm -hmm. <laughs> where you know parents in the 70s the 60s the 50s i mean those parents live maybe lived through the depression right? Mm -hmm, the Great Depression. Mm -hmm. So, you know, they would tell their kids, clean your plate, you have to eat everything on your plate. And mm -hmm. that was the we were, were never told that. Because I feel mm -hmm. like in the 80s, there was a revolt against that. That's bad. You shouldn't, you know, if the kid doesn't want to eat anymore, they don't have to. Right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yes, exactly. And, and that idea of letting children learn how to listen to their own bodies instead of like, yes. oh, you have to finish this. Yes. So if, if you're telling a kid they have to finish something and they don't want it, then they're not learning to listen to their own body. They're learning, oh, I just have to finish everything. Obviously, we don't want to be wasteful with our food. And I try and save what doesn't end up on the floor. And <laughs> Yeah, um, of course. But, of course. But, you know, giving them that, like, just like trusting, trusting that the children actually know more than we realize they know and that they might be full after something small or they might eat a lot in one meal and then nothing the next. And just to be Le like, OK, those. with that and yeah. to not um, pressure to not uh, like I don't know, get in arguments with it yeah. because I think a lot of it becomes kind of a power struggle. Totally. And, and then it's like, oh no, you have to do... And then it becomes so stressful. Now... That said, <laughs> my son, when I first started with all of this, I was so excited and I'm mm -hmm. like, oh my gosh, I have all the answers. He's not going to be a picky eater. Yeah. And of course, now that he's three, it, things have changed. Um, <laughs> of course. But I still try and keep with those same philosophies. I don't, if he's, if he's not hungry, all right, that's fine. If he, if I give him a chocolate chip cookie and you know, he wants another one and I've planned for that, that's fine too. And just like- yep. It's kind of like not caring as much, but secretly you care. You know, it's really interesting because I feel like the common thread as an adult, I've gotten to know people who I don't, I don't want to say that their parents didn't care, but I think they, they, they were less, um, maybe less like involved and they turned mm -hmm. out to trust themselves a little bit more mm. <laughs> because, you know, their parent wasn't there to say, Oh, you've already had this. You have to have this. No, you can't have this. This is the reward for this. It's a little more hands-off parenting in mm -hmm. a way I feel like could be better because around food or just making decisions in general, yeah. kids would yeah. learn to trust because they're the only source, right? They go to themselves. Should I do this? Should I not? I'm going to make the decision. I'm going to see the result and I'm going to trust myself moving forward. Right. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Right. Exactly. So not as many restrictions on things. And yeah. I don't know. In some ways, in some ways, I think that my parents were a little bit that way. They weren't yeah. hands off at all. Mm -hmm. But I don't like I, I think we've talked about this a little bit. Yeah. Like there weren't so many there weren't that many like rules That's in my good. house. Yeah. And so mm. I it was just like unwritten rules. You, and I think we've talked about that. Yeah. yeah. Do you think that has anything to do with 
you're the youngest, right, Michelle? You have an older mm-hmm. brother. Do you do you think that has anything to do with being the youngest? I feel like a lot of times parents with for the oldest kid, it's like, oh my gosh, everything has to be right. <laughs> um, but for the second kid, it's like, ah, they'll survive as long as they don't die. Like, <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> or do you think that's just your parents' personality? I think it's my parents' personality because mm. also my brother is like uh, six years older than me, almost. So yeah. it was like there's like a good amount of space um mm-hmm, so mm-hmm, um okay. i think in a way in in a in a strange way we were almost like two only children not really yeah i see but that like, mm-hmm. but 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 different than if we had been like two years apart okay um so like i i don't know um Interesting. but i think it's also just like how my parents are and i think dan i think his parents are like very much the same way and we're both we both like didn't really get <laughs> into anything yeah crazy yeah 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 okay interesting well okay so this is good so kind of a more of a hands-off approach now what michelle can our listeners if you know a lot of our listeners they do have kids they're gonna say oh my gosh yes i was this way i'm doing this they're gonna resonate Mm -hmm. but for our listeners that don't have kids how can we transition this into advice to learning for learning english and life what do you think right When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Right. Well, I think there's a lot to learn here. That's why I brought it today. Mm-hmm. Um, and yes, this this is good stuff for parents. And also, like, please uh, comment and yes, let me know. know. Do, mm-hmm. uh, like, do you have a similar philosophy when it comes to you know feeding your child or whatever it is? But let's let's get into what um, everybody can learn from this when it comes to English. So, yes. one thing that I came up with is be childlike in your approach. Right. So be curious, but don't mm-hmm. make things. Don't put so much. Pr- pressure on things and kind of try and keep it light. Yeah. I think that's why you guys listen to Allers English because we're pretty Mm -hmm. light, right? Like we, Uh you know, this is edutainment. We're here to have fun together, have a good laugh, have a conversation. Right. And really just kind of enjoy learning English again. I think a lot of our listeners have been learning in a very intensive classroom-based way. So find ways like this, like this show that keep it light, keep it light, keep it fun, Michelle. (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. And then you know, don't make the fun things only as a reward. Mm-hmm. Like, so if there is something that we've we've talked about, you know, maybe rewarding yourself with like a new pair of headphones or a new whatever. Um, but don't always make it like I can only do this if I've yeah. achieved this. Oh, yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Because sometimes that can, you know, I don't know. It's you should do things just to, yeah, it's rigid. You should do things just because you enjoy them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And also, you know, just being a little less rigid in life is good because a lot of us, we put so much pressure on ourselves. You know, I'm imagining if you work in like law or if you, if you're a doctor, there's already so much pressure in your career, guys. What about pulling back a little bit when it comes to learning English and not mm-hmm. being so rigid, so intensive? Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. Yes, exactly. And then, you know, the last thing that I came up with is to really just consume as much English material as possible. So I don't think I really mentioned this yet. But another tip that I found is that, okay, if your kid doesn't like the peas, mm-hmm. bring out the peas again. Keep bringing them. Mm-hmm. When, when your child is learning about new foods, don't just think, oh, well, I... Like they didn't like it that time, so they don't like peas. It talks about exposure and how like keep on just keep uh, on bringing yeah. it. Yeah, and they might you know they might then all of a sudden go for the peas one day. So no, that makes sense. Mm-hmm. So this is this idea is good for learning English. I mean, maybe you don't love mysteries, maybe you don't love you know a certain you know genre, mm-hmm. but don't count them out. You know, keep on trying new things keep learning different ways to stay open-minded and you might realize that okay maybe you didn't like this particular one but then Mm -hmm. another day it really clicks with you so don't just throw Mm -hmm. things away that don't work the first time interesting it must be really fascinating introducing new foods to your kid that must be really really interesting the first time you bring out peas or or green beans or corn or whatever it must be fascinating because every time is a different taste and just to watch him react i don't know i think that would be that was to me when like i still remember i I have literally a four minute video of him (laughs) trying butternut squash when he was a baby (laughs) and i mean it was four minutes and at the i i remember that was like one of my first happiest moments Aww, as a parent squash. like it was so he was licking and it was so funny Aww, to watch cute. and like so it, it yes it definitely is a lot of fun so make make it fun I mean, yeah <laughs> make yeah, it yeah, fun yeah. too and enjoy it and guys there are so many things that i i wanted to share about this topic that i didn't but um maybe we'll talk about it another time but there's just there's a, a lot of ideas here that i think that we can learn from yeah. and just because i'm talking about something with kids and children don't don't uh we have a lot to learn from them. We and do. We have a, oh, yeah, so yeah, for sure. I, I think it's great. Yeah. I mean, it's at the end of our lives, it's in a way, you know, it's not who has the most stuff or who's been the most rigid. It's who's had the most fun that's going to win <laughs> right in the yeah. end. So, you know, this is a recipe for having fun with learning English, guys, Lighten, lightening things a little bit, finding the fun, finding the joy in things and not bringing your old ideas about classroom learning and education to this new journey learning as an adult right there's a new way to do it and it's light and fun i love it we can learn learn a lot from uh, being a parent thank you michelle for bringing us sure. this in here i love it sure 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 this was fun i've been wanting to talk about this for a while because it's such an interesting topic so uh anyway guys thanks for listening and yeah it's enjoy your day good stuff i'll talk to you soon all right bye bye Thanks for listening to All Ears English. Would you like to know your English level? Take our two-minute quiz. Go to allearsenglish.com forward slash fluency score. And if you believe in connection, not perfection, then hit subscribe now to make sure you don't miss anything. See you next time.